This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone, me and Tasman are back for another episode of the SEO Mindset, so thank you for joining us. Um, And this week we are chatting about, and I'm very excited for this topic, the fear of failure. Particularly important at the moment, as many of our listeners will have set themselves goals for this year, for 2023, and fear of failure is one of the biggest barriers to success are an awesome topic. Now, before we get in to this week's topic, just want to remind people about how you can support us. Uh, so if, if you enjoy what we're doing, you like listening to us and you're like, I like what Sarah and Tasman are doing with their podcast, then you can support us. You can um, give us a donation. So we're set up on Buy Me A Coffee. Um, so here, uh, you can go in and give us a one-off donation. Um, so you can buy one or multiple coffees and they start off at a five pound. So a link to our buy me a coffee page will be in the show notes of this episode. So yes, please go and do that. And we'd be very appreciative of that. And also you can help us spread the word, right? So let, like, let's get as many people listen to this podcast as we can. Uh, so tell your work colleagues, friends, family, loved ones, neighbors, pets, everyone, right? Get them to search for the SEO mindset on um, on Google or a search engine or on a um, place where they play podcasts. So get them to search in there. Um, you could also, the next time you listen to an episode, take the link um, you'll find it somewhere uh, and you can share that with them as well if there's an episode that you think someone would really enjoy then yeah please do share because that would be awesome hello tasman hello sarah how are you i am fabulous is the word that i'm going to go with today how about yourself very very well thank you very we've well. got two very 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 wells <laughs> how many do i say i don't know i'll have to listen back to it just to two count the you got two very very <laughs> i mean we could be very very all very good. very very <laughs> all good life is very lively as you said, with goal setting season, lots of clients want to come in, set their goals, have accountability. So it's really great. It's fun. It's yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is exciting then. Um, so, so yeah, like, um, I mean, this, epi- this uh, topic idea, fear of failure, hmm. this is a good one. 
Yeah, so what happened was yesterday I had a group coaching session and we were discussing things that would prevent the individuals from achieving their goals. We went through various ones, but the fear of failure was the one that resonated with the most. So I thought, why don't we continue this conversation on this podcast so that our listeners can also um, benefit from things that I covered in the group coaching session yesterday. Um, so fear of failure, Sarah, what are your thoughts when I say that? Fear. Has it affected your career? Fear of failure. Um, mm. So I suppose with the fear of failure, um, it, there's two things, right? Um, I feel like it has stopped me in the past of saying yes to things because you're like, I don't want to say yes to that because what if I fail? What if I'm not the right person? Um, and I think it's, it also can... It, it has held me back as well um, from like, I don't know, doing certain things. So in the past, like say for example, it took me forever um, to like, cause I've always wanted to do speaking for example. Um, and it took me quite a while um, to actually put myself forward or do my first speaking gig because again I had that fear of failure and the fear of what if I'm rubbish what if like I, I go on and I can't talk and stuff so I think yeah um it, it can become a big big blocker um to saying yes to stuff or like putting yourself forward um and it can negatively impact you mentally and mindset wise um because yeah like you I think sometimes you can focus on the negative. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. I mean, speaking is a big one that we hear a lot about in our industry that people want to speak and there's some great conferences, but it's putting yourself forward. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, one of the ones that affected me the most, and it still does to a degree, is posting on social media. So I'm okay with written posts, but when it comes to video posts, I'm the barrier for me to to get one of those online is much higher and it's something I'm aware of and you think okay you talk yourself through it but definitely it's it's um one that holds me back Mm -hmm. so I want to talk a little bit about the impact this fear has on people's lives as you said it keeps people from pursuing what they want to achieve so it could be a big goal, like speaking at Brighton SEO, for example. It could be a smaller action, like speaking up in a meeting. Yes. You may be in a meeting with a group of people, have something that you feel is really valuable, but you can't bring yourself to say it. Mm. And then the frustration that you feel afterwards, or even worse, if somebody else says it two minutes after you've thought about it, has that happened to you before? So many times, so many times. I'm so annoying. And it doesn't even have to be mm. something that you say. It can even be a question, right? Like, because mm. people, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've had that happen. And then on the occasions where you do pluck up the courage to ask the question, the person leading the meeting will say, thank you so much, Sarah, for asking that question. I'm sure other people were thinking it too, but didn't have the courage to say well, that used to happen to me at school. Um, so, yeah, the other thing it has a tendency to do is um, make someone feel paralysed. It keeps you stuck mm-hmm. because you, you, you really want to move forward with that goal. 
but that overthinking, that fear keeps you stuck. You then start feeling overwhelmed because you've got these conflicting emotions. Part of you wants to go forward, part of you keeps keeping you stuck. And it's really harmful to your mental health, mm. that feeling of overwhelm. Um, it leads to procrastination, which many people think of as laziness. But usually if somebody is procrastinating, there isn't, there's a barrier there. There is a block there. Yeah, and I suppose, um, I mean, there's lots of different ways that you can procrastinate, but you could procrastinate by doing a different task or doing something completely different, um, yeah. which isn't laziness in itself, is it? Because you're, in effect, adding more stuff to your, your plate to do. Yeah. But then when, when you're in that zone where you know you want to do that particular task, that particular goal, and you find yourself wasting time, and I'm saying wasting in inverted commas because the other job you might be doing may be really valuable, but it's not the thing that's going to drive your career forward or drive your day forward. And then that has an impact on your self-esteem because you know you're doing it. Yeah. Deep down you know. Um, it can make you doubt yourself. Yes. Because if you are not doing that thing, then you start thinking, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't know enough. Why did I pick this goal? Why did I ever say yes to this? Mm -hmm. um, it's not a nice place to be. No. Many people think of failure as bad. And then again, that doesn't have a good impact on your own mental health and your own self-esteem because you have failed by not trying Yes. And then you feel a bit rubbish about yourself. Um, most people think of it as, I don't want to look silly. I don't want to waste time. I, You know, what's the point of me starting that? Because I'll only end up wasting money. What's the point of me taking that course? It won't get me anywhere. And then I think some, some of us have had bad experiences of people mocking us or making fun. So maybe the question that we asked may not have been I mean they say there's no such thing as a silly question I, I believe that but other people may paint it to be a silly question mm -hmm. and then you feel a bit bit rubbish don't you it's not very nice yeah yeah because then you feel vulnerable don't you and like and as as humans we always remember the negative so um we'll we'll forget about all the times where uh, we've like for example in a meeting where you've raised a point or you've asked a question and it's gone down really well um, but that one time that you've had that bad experience that's the thing yeah. that you're going to remember isn't it because we remember the bad stuff rather than the good stuff mm. yeah yeah have you got any other um, scenarios that you can add to that I mean, I think you've been very thorough here. Like, um, yeah, there's none that c sort of come to mind. Um, but there's definitely ones that resonate with me. So, um, like, many people labelling failure as bad um, when, in actual fact, it's not, is it? Like, you can change your mindset and be like, well, what's my learnings? What's the new opportunity? Um, and yeah, the doubt, the doubting yourself. And then it all, actually, I have thought of one. It can sort of like get you second guessing about stuff. And then the next time that you're needing to do something, 
Um, like it will take you, let's say for example, you need to put a message together, you need to ask something for something, you need to put a strategy, you need to, you need to do something right. Um, but then like, because you're nervous of failing, failing, that's not a word, is it? Because you're, you're scared of failing or it not being quite right or people like picking fault with it, then you end up like, yeah, second guessing and being, oh, is that the right way of doing it? Can I do this a bit differently? So similar to pro- procrastination, I suppose, because you might then end up doing other stuff. But this is more about like, yeah, second guessing yourself and being like, oh, like this is scary. And I think um, ultimately, so we're talking about small situations at work, but then all of these small situations add up. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the other impact this fear can have on people's lives is that you end up having regrets. Yeah. So it's that fear of failure. Look, I said it. I said it in a different way. Fear of failure versus the fear of regret. Yeah. So would you regret not speaking ever on it ever? See, I I try I try and change that mindset, right? Because it's much better to try stuff and um like not everything's going to be for you, right? But it's much better to know that than to be thinking, ah, oh, I wish I did that, or um yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I have been on a roller coaster. I'm glad I tried it. I can definitely say it's not for me. (laughs) But you wouldn't know without trying. No, but I tried parasailing the other the other holiday, and I thought actually, yeah, I could do this again. So, but I was petrified. I was so scared. So roller coasters, not para. Which one is it? Para. Parasailing. So when you're when you're on a on a like a jet boat and you've got like a parachute mm. is that parasailing i think it is. i have no idea we'll, we'll go with it okay i'll uh, take <laughs> we'll you go with it, it yeah um but yeah but the, you know the long and the short of it is that this fear has such an impact and after the break which we're going to take now i'm going to try and reframe some of that fear and encourage people to to go for it whatever it is they want to do to go for Yes, right. Let's take our break then. Hi, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick reminder that if you do enjoy the podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, you can support by donating as little as £5 to us via our Buy Me A Coffee page. Just head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. There will be a link to that page in this episode's show notes. And also, we'd love it if you shared our podcast with others. The more listeners we get, we can continue to find awesome guests to join us for episodes and talk about important topics. So the next time you are listening to an episode and think someone would enjoy, tell them. Open up the episode in your app, find the share button, and you will be able to copy the link to the episode and send it to them via WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Slack. There's so many ways that you can help us spread the word. We are back from a break, back for part two. What have you got for us in part two? 
So before the break, we talked about the impact fear of failure has on people's lives. Now we're going to talk about um, reframing it to a, because perception is reality, right? So how can we change our perception to create a different reality? Um, one of the things um, to do is think, I'm trying something brand new. What makes me think it's going to go perfectly the first time? Mm-hmm. Why, why put that pressure on yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact that you are trying something brand new, that in itself is the success. Mm. Yes. So having a go. Yes, yeah. it's putting yourself out there, putting yourself out of your comfort zone, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that we have so many reality, uh, sorry, so many stories of famous people who have struggled to make money, to get recognition. If you think of all of the artists that died poor because nobody recognised their artwork. Yes. And it's only after they're dead other people are making money from it. They had to you know, scrounge for loaves of bread. And you hear all these stories and you think, oh, that's a great story. And we romanticise it all. Yeah, yeah. But what about the realities in our own life? Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. Like, I remember um, when I first read all those sort of posts about, like, do you know how many times this really um, successful, rich or whatever person has failed and stuff? Um, And to be fair, like, of course people have failed. Do you know what I mean? Of course people are going to, like, when you're trying new stuff, you're not going to be perfect at it. Like, like if I um, listen back to the first ever time I did a podcast... I'm obviously going to pick fault with it because I've done podcasting now for, um, well, I did my first one back in 2018. So I've been doing podcasting for some years now. Um, that's quite a long time. But anyway, um, but yeah, if I look back to the first time I did my first ever podcast, I'm going to be like, oh, I could have done that better. I'm going to pick fault. Or if I look back at the first time I've done a speaking gig or the fir- like, the first time you do anything, like, of yeah. course, you're not going to be like, yeah, you're going to, you've got to give yourself room to get better at it. Absolutely. And, and I think it's taking, taking that view that, I'm not going to be perfect. It is going to be not your, not your best, but every time you do it, you're going to get better. Mm. So how can we change our thinking? One thing is reframe. If you've learned from every time you've quote-unquote failed, then you've not really failed because you've learned something. Yeah. Um, Another way is accept that it's part of the process. So something I heard on YouTube recently, the guy was saying he accepted the first 25 videos he would make weren't great. So speed up the rate at which you fail. He decided if it's going to take me 25 times um, before I can make a decent video, I'm just going to blitz them out. And he just went for it. (laughs) I like that. So, yeah. Um. So this is one for the foodies. The first 25 times you make a chapati, they will not be round. So <laughs> having grown up in an Asian household, uh, the number of times you'd get told off by saying, it's not round, it's not round. I'm thinking, I don't care. <laughs> it tastes the same. 
I love that. But this was a standard line Asian mums would say to their daughters, not even their sons, who's going to marry you if you can't make a round chapati? <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. So, yeah, your first chapati will not be round. I feel like we need to put that on a T-shirt somewhere. But even, like, uh, making that even more simple, like, the first time you make a cup of tea or the first time you make a cup of coffee yeah. or the first time the first time I made a cheesecake, I got the... the Because, the, um, obviously, you could use soft cheese, can't you? Um, yeah. And I used, what was it, like, goat's cheese or cottage cheese? Yes. Awful. Like... It's- this cheesecake is featured I know, more than once. Who knew it would be brought up again? That's your fault for talking about chapatis. Um, my mum, when she first ever made a cake, uh, she did. She remembered all the ingredients apart from the sugar. So obviously oh. it looked amazing. It looked really nice. Yeah. But without the sweetness, oh my days, did that, yeah. Like, obviously I wasn't around because she was young when she made her first cake. But um, yeah, you got to learn, haven't you? Mm-hmm. So just um, accept that failure is part of the process and actually accelerate that. Um, Another thing is think of the opportunities you could miss. So instead of thinking, I'm going to be really rubbish at this, think, oh no, if I don't say yes to this, I don't get to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Take away the fear of the unknown. Think of all the possible outcomes. Yes, and does this is this where like visualization can help? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you think, okay, I could be in that meeting. Somebody's going to say something. I put my hand up and ask a question. It's either going to be a good question or a bad question, quote unquote. Um, but so what? Yes, and I just thought of one. So let's say, for example, uh, you're doing your first speaking gig. And you're, one of the things you're nervous about is the question and answer. Because you're like, what if I get asked a question and I don't know how to answer it right? Have a solution. Have a thing that you can say. like Because of course you're going to get asked a question that you might not be able to answer. But that's where you can come up with a strategy of what to say in those situations. And then you're not um, flummoxed. Is that the right word? Um, yeah. So one of the things that when I started um, group coaching, I was petrified that what if somebody asks me a question, I don't know the answer. And then, I, th- I mean, it's never happened because we've, it's, it's a conversation. It's not a, you know, a quick fire round thing. But I had it in my head that I would say to them that I can't answer this quite um, the way you want it right now. How about you and I take this offline? and have a one-to-one and then they're happy because they're going from a group coaching scenario to a one-to-one scenario (laughs) yeah they're getting a free free 10 minute one-to-one or whatever it is um but it's almost almost having a backup plan yeah so yeah so think of all of the possible outcomes and at least then you you're not dealing with the unknown yeah however petrifying the known is it's not unknown Put it all into perspective. What's the worst that can happen? Another way to make that fear of failure easier is make the entry point of success and the steps needed really small. Uh, okay. So for, so for example, instead of saying, I want to read 40 books in 2023, it can feel really daunting. You want to try 
but it's too much to start. So instead of that, say, I want to read one book and I'll read one page a day. Well, that's doable. Yeah. And you'll probably do more. Yeah. So, but make. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, and because I think of all the times that I've tried to, like, exercise wise, right? I've been like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go to the gym this amount of times a week. And even that is quite big because if you're going from mm-hmm. never going to the gym to, okay, I'm yeah. going to go four or five times a week, that's. That, yeah. that is daunting in itself. So yeah. even if you're like, okay, if if at least I try and go once a week, then yeah, you're still better from where, where you've started, right? And, you know, every time we set these goals, it's to do something that we aren't currently doing, as you just pointed out. This means that we're changing our personalities, we're changing the way we are, and it's tough. So one thing I've started to do at the beginning of this year is accept that um, at the end of 2022, that was original Taz. And then for each of my goals, um, it's like an update. So with my walking, then that's active Taz. Or with my food and nutrition, that's healthy Taz. And every time you take an action, who's getting the point? Is it original Taz or healthy Taz? Is it original Taz or is it active Taz? Is it original Taz or is it brave Taz? Like it. And that way it becomes a bit of a game. And because you've thought of this process, instead of just default answering no, you think, oh no, I need to see who's going to get the point, who's going to get the vote. And that makes you... um, be more conscious of the decision you're yes making. and you can actually visually see your growth as well because if you've yeah. got like um old old sarah and new sarah and you can see more points being allocated to the new sarah <laughs> like yeah. um yeah old sarah would binge a bit more like a bit too much on netflix for example like mm. if there's something that can like yeah, take you away from not binging so much on Netflix to your new set. I love that. I'm going to start doing that as well. And it adds a little bit of humour to it. Because yeah. you start visualising. So, um, so active Taz looks like something out of the 80s with like a sweatband. <laughs> but it's just making it a bit more fun. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Lordy, what am I doing now? See, when you said about, like, nutrition and food, I was thinking Mm. foodie Taz, and foodie Taz had a chef's hat on. Yeah. Well, when I think of foodie Taz, I think of my nutritionist standing over my shoulder telling me what I should be eating. So, um, but yeah, another good way is, you know what, give yourself a pat on the back, applaud yourself for having a go, because you're already, by having a go, you're already more successful than those people who never try. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. And then another couple of points. Surround yourself with like-minded people who are also on a growth journey. So, for example, the revitalized course that you were on, the current cohort, they're setting their goals and they're beginning their journey. So every time we have a session... They're talking to each other about what they've done, how they've grown, and they're all supporting each other. Yeah. 
And it's really great to have that circle of people who are on, doesn't mean they're on trying the same goals as you, but they're all on a journey of um, trying new things and being scared. And they can also act as cheerleaders, right? So um, when if you like post and you can be like, ah, oh, I stuck to my goal, I re- I've read a page, right? Like you said earlier, if you post that in your, in that group or like, yeah, whoever your people are, your like-minded people, they can be your cheerleader as well. So not only are you applauding and patting yourself on the back, but you're getting recognition from them as well. Yeah, absolutely. And last but not least, get a coach. So many corporations have coaches within them now, because what that does is that you've got accountability If you want to raise your profile, if you want to advance your career, talk to your manager, see if there's any coaching programs within the business. Um, And if you're freelancing, reach out. I have to have a coach because you know what, running running a business on your own, it can get lonely, it can get isolated. But if I've got, um, and I also have an accountability circle. So there's three other business women and myself. We meet every Monday online and each person has one session a month where they go through hurdles that they face plans that they're going to achieve in the next month and the next time they're on the hot seat they've got accountability i like that i love that and i suppose it's not powerpuff girls (laughs) and i suppose it's not just the accountability side but it also gives you people that you can confide in people that you can go to people that you can like so sometimes you might just want to moan or you might just want to like say or get something off your chest other times you might want their point of view right so Mm. yeah and and what a coach will be able to do so if there is a barrier which is manifesting itself as procrastination It'll, they'll help you be able to get underneath what's causing that lack of activity. Yeah, definitely. Uh, can I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm. So obviously you mentioned your um, your your revitalize course. So your current cohort. So your current people that are doing that. Um, can um, can people is that are you can people sign up? like for th- absolutely absolutely yeah. so um i think we've got the link on the show notes but if you go to yeah go on, oh, well, i was just going to say that like uh yeah we can definitely um yeah we can just link so in the show notes um so go to the show notes of this episode and look for something called revitalize and then you'll see yeah, yeah. okay so yes um, or get in touch on linkedin um, and you know, drop me a message if you want to talk about it. Is this current cohort's going to be finishing end of January, and then February will be starting a new one? Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the episode today, Sarah? I really liked it. I really, really liked it, and I feel like there's so many nuggets, so many great stuff that I can take away. And yeah, the biggest thing is about because I never thought about it before, but like the biggest success is you saying, or yeah, 
you saying yes in the first place, you putting yourself out there, you saying, do you know what? I'm going to try this thing. Like, that's scary in itself. Like, But then if you have that persona that you are adventurous, Sarah, or if you create this avatar for yourself and let that avatar get the points, every time you do it, you're going to find it easier and easier to say yes. 100%. 100%. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so many other points, but I think that's the biggest, like, yeah, that would probably be the biggest takeaway for me um, from, yeah. Wonderful. So everybody, all of our listeners that are, have set themselves goals, keep going um, and, yeah, drop me a line. If you're struggling, drop me a line. I think most of you know where to find me, but, yeah. Yeah, Brilliant. I mean, search Tasman Sullivan on on online. Tasman Sullivan coach, and you'll come up, won't you, some way or the other? Uh, awesome, right? Well, unfortunately, Tasman, we are out of time. But thank you very much. It's a good episode. I enjoyed that. Uh, thank you. I mean, I very much enjoyed it. Like, yes, um, lots of aha moments. Uh, so yes, uh, thank you again for everyone who's tuning in and listening to this episode we very much appreciate that uh just want to before we sign off and do our pledge as well uh, just want to give people a reminder of how they can support us uh so you can donate um so we are set up on buy me a coffee uh so buy me a coffee you can uh, donate us a coffee basically um and you can donate one two three how however many coffees that you'd like um but that'd be very appreciative um there'll be a link in our show notes um so you can see that um and also help us spread the word okay so if you enjoy our podcast you enjoy our episodes you enjoy what me and tasman are doing please help us spread the word tell friends family loved ones everyone that you know about the podcast and the next time that you're listening to an episode and you think, ah, oh, such and such would love this, find the link somewhere and share it with them um, because that would be awesome. Uh, right, do you want to do the pledge, Tasmin? I am going to do the pledge, but I'm going to add one word. <laughs> Is that okay? You can add one or two or 20, <laughs> up to you. I am an SEO professional who prioritizes mindset and personal growth and not just for rankings improving visibility and algorithms wonderful 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 well thank you for an amazing episode tasman thank you and thank you to everybody who's listening yes thank you for joining us again take care and we will catch you all next time Hi, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick reminder that if you do enjoy the podcast and what me and Tasman are doing, you can support by donating as little as £5 to us via our Buy Me A Coffee page. Just head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. There will be a link to that page in this episode's show notes. And also we'd love it if you shared 
our podcast with others. The more listeners we get, we can continue to find awesome guests to join us for episodes and talk about important topics. So the next time you are listening to an episode and think someone would enjoy, tell them. Open up the episode in your app, find the share button, and you will be able to copy the link to the episode and send it to them via WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Slack. There's so many ways that you can help us spread the word.